and welcome to Paradigm Playbook, a podcast for entrepreneurs in the business of sports. Your hosts, Dave Kozak and Steve Cook, are business owners, successful entrepreneurs, sports enthusiasts, avid readers, and longtime friends. For years, they've read every business book on the market and built successful companies with what they've learned. This podcast will give you the critical takeaways in just 15 minutes a week. It's a quick and easy playbook for building a winning sports business. And now, here are your hosts, Dave and Steve. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Paradigm Playbook. Today's podcast episode, uh, a growth mindset. The laws of lifetime growth is the inspiration for this conversation. Always make your future bigger than your past. Written by Dan Sullivan and Catherine Namora. Um, this is a book that I consider my business Bible. Yeah, um, so today I think it, it's a book that apply it to the business or apply it to yourself. It, you know, it's all the same. Apply it to everything. Yeah, exactly. bottom line. Um, to me, you know, we've talked a lot about different books that have been inspirations and the application of the concepts in the books to make a business better. Uh, this is a foundational one. And, and I call it the business Bible because if I went into my briefcase right now, and pulled out a book. There are two of them. One is Relentless Solution Focus, and the other is the gro- is uh, Laws of Lifetime Growth. Um, you know the the idea behind the Laws of Lifetime Growth are that there are certain traits that every growth minded individual have, and it comes from Dan Sullivan's research on top executives around the world, and. They all had these 10 common things in, 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 or these 10 traits in common. Uh, we're going to talk about three of them specifically today, but I think the quote is when we're confident, we're focused on the present rather than worried about the future. And that makes it much easier to see how to turn obstacles into opportunities, weakness into advantages and setbacks into breakthroughs. Uh, and the laws of lifetime growth are all about all of those things. So, um, to me, this is the one book that has, it's marked up. It looks like it's been beat up. It's got tabs on every page that I want to hit. And, and one of the laws that we'll hit on later is make your learning, you know, better than your experience. Well, it applies to this book. Yeah. So what we, what you learn from this is better than reading the book. It's how many times you go back to it. How many times does it make you stop and think and say, okay, you know, same as our, our relentless solution focus. It's like, Okay, the time time to apply it is right now. Yeah, and you know Dan Sullivan and Catherine Namora, they're they're owners, business consultants, authors, but strategic coach is what Dan Sullivan's really known for. Uh, his business strategic coach, and he talks about they endorse the notion that most entrepreneurs don't spend enough time or focus on either the growth of their business or themselves, uh, and I think that is absolutely uh, key to continuing to push forward because. You know, we talked about relentless solution focus last week and that idea that you got 30 seconds or 60 seconds to lament the problem. And Boom. next thing you got to yeah. do is one step in the right direction. Um, he, he pushes hard on the fact that both business growth and personal growth go hand in hand. Correct. You can't do one without the other. So if you think your business is going to get better and you're going to stagnate, now you have to get better. And that's the only thing that's going to draw everyone from your staff to your customers along with you. Yeah, and, and it, this relates closely with Carol S., uh, Carol Dweck, Dr. Carol Dweck, I should say, her yeah. book Mindset, which talks yeah. about the, the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. Um, mm-hmm. And the idea here is that the reality for all entrepreneurs is that you're going to get 
ambushed, right? It's It's coming. Yeah, you come to work with a plan. Everybody's got a plan, and, you know, we've quoted this before. Mike Tyson. Tyson, Everybody's got a plan until they get punched punched in in the the nose. But um, that's how business is. You walk in there, you're going to do this, this, this. You're going to, you know, get these things going, and then you meet somebody probably right outside the door on their way in and say, hey, before you get too involved, can you help me with this? Can you do this? And boom, that's your day. Yeah, and and the idea that you go in with a plan um, makes you susceptible to those ambushes, right? So you, you have an agenda that you want to get done, uh, and the first distraction can be one of those two hours, oh, geez. And then you're also susceptible, once, you've, once that distract and distraction is set in, you're susceptible to the marketing. You're yeah. susceptible. Hey, I've got great leads for you. Hey, for this much money. And, and you start and you hear, and, and what I call it in our, our companies are the noise. Yeah. You hear the noise. And the noise, if you let the noise in, it penetrates. And so, uh, part of this is keeping the noise out, focusing on the growth, focusing on the mindset that you're in. Um, and I'm not saying don't put out the fires. We got to put out fires, right? You're a business owner. So you got to put out fires or you're going to start a business. There are going to be fires. The question is, can you apply the concepts we've been teaching over the last few weeks specifically in this? Because the, the last few sessions have been all about growth, right? Yeah, and, it, and it's experiences are valuable. Whether they're good or bad, they're valuable. And it's it's what you do with them. So you're not trying to put them out of your mind. Um, you're trying to, to learn from them and grow. So, I mean, it, it's it's a fairly simplistic book with, you know, very few simple rules that at first glance seem very obvious, you know. Yep make your future better than your past. Well, yeah, duh. But what are you doing to make that happen? It's not a passive book. It's an active book. Yeah, correct. And this is one of those books where, hey, this will give you the groundwork. But then what other what other concepts have we taught that you can apply to stay in that growth mindset? So there's there's, you know, business model canvas. Okay. We're we're in a lull. What can we do different? What are we what are you analyzing and making moves on? So I, the 10 laws of lifetime growth are and and this is crazy because I'm glad you brought that up. For me, when I was handed this book, I was on a award trip. I had hit the highest honor at uh, in the insurance and annuity production, and I was in a resort called the Camelback Mountain Resort. And I was smoking a cigar. Uh, don't smoke cigars, but I was smoking a cigar <laughs> and enjoying some some victory. And uh, a mentor of mine said, "Listen, have I ever sent you this book? I think it would be great because we're having a conversation about scaling and growing and how I'm constantly trying to push the envelope." And he sent me this book. And when I read the book the first time, it was like, oh, my God, this is what I've been looking for. This is what I believe. But mm-hmm. it was never summarized to me what I believe. And so it all it all made sense, right? Make your future bigger than your past. Make your learning better than your experience. Make, you know, the, the list goes on and on. We don't have the time to go through all of them today. We will revisit all of these, but we're going to hit three of them. But the point is, this summarizes it. What you do when you know this, I think, is what puts you to the next level. So the, the one point that I think is huge and if this doesn't define paradigm playbook, Steve, yeah. I mean, every time we go back and revisit a book or a, or a concept, I'm learning more about the concept. I'm digging in further. I'm applying it again to the business. But always make your learning greater than your experience. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> what, what they're saying is that whether it's good or bad, that experience has something to teach you. And, you know, you talked about, you know, you were on a award trip or whatever. So there's plateaus. There's you're climbing a mountain, there's a plateau at a thousand feet, there's a plateau at five thousand feet. Yep. But you have to be looking up at all times. So 
The idea is, what can I learn from this? And you're right. This is Paradigm Playbook. This is what we're designing. It's um, when you get done listening to an episode or watching a, a game plan, it's not like, okay, I got it. It's, okay, what can I learn from this? What's next? Yep. So there's always this what's next. Um, so the more experiences you have, the better, good or bad. Absolutely. And, and you can learn. And then what do you get from them? I think, and, and quite frankly, I think you learn more from failure than you do success. Uh, I'm not telling everybody to go out and fail, but don't discredit the growth that happens at the failure point um, and the learning that you do there. So in uh, a book that we haven't talked about yet is Malcolm Gladwell's Tipping Point. And he talks in that book, and a lot of people have heard you know, to become a master, you need 10,000 hours of deliberate learning and all that. So I think what we take away here is that little piece about deliberate learning. Mm -hmm. So it's not, so experiences will teach you something, but to get the true meaning, you have to focus on it and think about it a little bit. So again, this whole book, you know, Dan Sullivan's look at this is Every one of these laws has to be approached deliberately. Yeah. So the learning is deliberate. And to give you a, a quick way to do that, right? We call it debriefing in mm -hmm. our company. Mm -hmm. So we debrief on everything. Debrief post-meeting, debrief post-implementation, uh, post debrief. And you can call it evaluate. You can call it reflection. You can call it an analysis, whatever you want. We just use the term debrief, so we use a constant thing. But any meeting is I'm training a salesperson or I'm training staff to do something Immediately after the training experience and the application of that knowledge, we debrief. What did I do right? What did I do wrong? What could I think I could have done better, right? You have to, in all experiences, have a way to learn from that experience. And so create a way to learn, right? And, and in the game plan, we're going to go over, you know, a whiteboard exercise that takes us right into how to quantify the learning. Yep. Um, it seems like you can't, but you can. Absolutely, so. you can. And... I think a great thing to do in the learning side of it is to have a way to learn. I'm not saying it doesn't have to be perfected. It'll get better and better and better as you learn more from us, as you read some of these books that we're recommending. Um, the idea is that you have a system and a process. We talked about process a few episodes ago, right? What's your process for learning? What do you do to learn? All right, moving on to the second point uh, of the three pointers today is always make your performance better than your applause, All right? Think about that for a minute. Make your performance greater or better than your applause. Yeah, so if, if you know we're we're all in the sports world, or a lot of our audiences in the sports world, and um, if you put your your focus on the top level of athletes, they're the ones um, that you know are always seeking a better performance. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to fall onto a plateau with lots of applause. Um, we often say, you know, okay, that's the point where you start smelling yourself and you think you're good. And what you need to do is that's the time where you refocus and say, okay, how can my performance be better? Tim Grove, um, who wrote the book Relentless, mm -hmm. which we're going to get into that book one day, but um, he was the uh, elite training coach for Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, a whole, whole, you know, a bevy of great, great athletes. And he says the one thing that they all have in common is they're all relentless about improvement. Yeah. So that that fits this book perfectly. Yeah, and, and, and I'll use a, a, a real-world example, right? Uh, you look at, at elite football players, and a lot of times you see them wrapped up in the applause and the fanfare and the pounding their chest when they catch the touchdown, whatever it may be. But if you look at the most elite, you know, their fist goes up in the air and they hustle to the end zone or they and they, they hustle back to the bench. And they're not 
they're focused on the growth of the opportunity in that moment. And so again, they're not worried about the applause. They're worried about making their, uh, their performance even better and continuing to push it. And so again, always make your performance better than your applause is point number two. And then point number three, fake it till you make it. That's not what it says, but always make your confidence greater than your comfort, right? And that is by definition in my mind, fake it till you make it. Well, it is because what, and, and those that are into any kind of, uh, you know, training or performance or weightlifting or exercise know that the only time you improve is when you force yourself into a level of discomfort. Yep. And so that's what this is saying about whatever you do. Um, you want to be a better public speaker, you know, get uncomfortable, get up on stage. Yep. Um, I remember no one's going to believe this, but I was very shy at one point and I had to force myself up in front of an audience to to speak i actually read a book to third graders but it still helped my confidence so you have to keep getting out of your comfort level yeah and and you may not believe this but i've never been shy (laughs) (laughs) and uh it's funny because there's an opposite to that i wasn't shy but i also wasn't humble okay and so my i had to get confident enough to be humble, right. which is, you know, I was I was always able to speak. I was always able to capture a crowd and an audience. And I, I lived on that accolade of that. And the reality is I don't want the accolade. I want to know that I've done and moved and I'm confident in that. And, and we've all seen athletes on both sides of that, yep. that those accolades get going and they never get to that next level. And then you have the, you know, I love the story about Larry Bird that, you know, after winning the championship one year, um, he was still out in the court while everybody else was celebrating. And, you know, you're shooting foul shots and someone said, come on, Bird, you, you know, you get in here. And he says, no, I shot below my average on, from the foul line in that game. It's not, not acceptable. Yeah. And again, so always make your confidence greater than your comfort. There is a uh, an old adage that growth happens outside of the comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? Um, and unless you're pushing that envelope, um, it's plateau city, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the reality of it. If I do, and, and, and this is what I use it in the financial industry all the time because I've come across a lot of financial advisors that can do one thing and they do it well, but they just do one thing and they do it over and over again. And in financial advice in general, it's different for every single person. What you should be doing is different. It depends on your risk tolerance, your age, your, your desire for growth, your, your comfort level and all that. So again, they need to push and understand different products. So again, it's and then that's an application in the financial world. You can you can put it in any perspective, right? Yeah, and in, in business, and it can be as simple as <clears throat> I'm uncomfortable listening. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the only way you're going to get better is you force yourself. You know, bite your tongue. You know, suck it up and listen. Um, you know, there's there's all kinds of great stories, but they say um, Nelson Mandela's always. You know, I think Simon Sinek tells the story. Nelson Mandela's father always told him when you go to a meeting you know, be the one to speak last. Yeah. Well, for a lot of us that are pretty self-confident, that's difficult. That's uncomfortable. Yep, absolutely. And, uh, you know, there's the old adage, you have two ears and one mouth for yeah. a reason. You should listen twice as much as you speak. But the idea, again, behind the laws of lifetime growth, we only discussed three in this. We're going to dig in a lot deeper in, in, a, in a few minutes on the on the Paradigm Playbook um, game plan video. Uh, but... The 10 laws of lifetime growth are constant reflections of what you should be doing, where your mindset should be to grow yourself personally, spiritually, uh, business-wise, and in every facet. So 
Um, we only talked about three. It's an easy read. Uh, I think it's one that everybody should read. It's an easy read, but it's one you never get done reading. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I, I, it's yeah. literally, I carry it with me everywhere yeah. I go, and I'm constantly reflecting on it. So again, just to summarize the three points that we talked about today, always make your learning greater than your experience, always make your performance greater than your applause, and always make your confidence greater than your comfort. I think there are three good laws. The other seven are equally as, as good. good. And, and you know what? Maybe one day we'll come back and we'll do three more and we'll, yep. until we've been through all of them. But pick up the book. It, it, it's a fun read. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Paradigm Playbook members, your exclusive content, including the related page from the playbook and game plan video for applying this concept to your business, are available now. Check your inbox today. Visit ParadigmPlaybook.com for past episodes and additional resources for running a successful sports business. See you next week.